0: Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Liu Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Liu.
1: Hello, hello beautiful souls. Thank you for tuning in. I get asked very often what my writing routine is like. And one of my non-negotiable is to journal daily my wins and gratitudes. Start writing no matter what. The water does not flow until the faucet is turned on. That's a beautiful quote by Louise Lamour, and I record my daily wins because victory is won not in miles, but in inches. These little daily wins add up, hold you ground, and it will lead you to more wins. Start writing. There's no right or wrong in writing and I absolutely believe in the power of healing writing brings. And that's why I'm bringing to you today my guest, Stacey Brookman. She is a resilience and life storytelling expert and produces the Real Life Resilience Podcast and Resilience Summit. She helps smart, confident women who secretly have low self-esteem issues due to an emotional abusive partner to take back, control, and begin to develop the resilience they need to be themselves again. She believes that life is a story and it's never too late to start telling yours. I hope you enjoy this conversation. Thank you so much for being on the show, Stacy. I am really excited to be here. This is fun for me. Awesome. So you help ordinary people tell their extraordinary stories. Mm-hmm. Tell us more about that. What kind of stories are you helping women tell? Is it by journaling or actually writing their life story out as like in a memoir or a book? That is a
0: really really great question. So, what I do is I help people to discover and craft their story. So, it's a it's more than journaling, but and you can make it into an actual book, a memoir, but really it's that in between part. That helps people heal. So people who have tough stories, people who have been through emotional abuse, had tough childhoods, trauma of any sort in their lives, writing helps you heal. So what conventional wisdom and what people mostly say, and, and you know, listeners might have heard this, just get over it, you know, get over that relationship or, or get move beyond that tough thing that has happened in your life. In reality, what people should do is write out those stories, write out what's happened to you. And, uh, and it's sometimes hard to face that, you know, like you have to put things in black and white that's happened to you and you, you know, you, you kind of think, well, maybe I shouldn't rehash that, right? I'm going to relive it. But when you do, when you get those words out of your head and onto paper, you actually gain control over them. Instead of them controlling you. So what typically happens when you're in trauma, when you're in emotional abuse, let's say, um, or any any sort of trauma, your brain gets in a fog. You are stressed. I was in a really tough relationship, an abusive relationship. I didn't call it abuse. I just called it a tough relationship at first. But, you know, for 10 years and over that time, that constant stress has an effect on your body, on your brain, all of that. But what writing does is it puts words to what happened to you. And that's what our brains need. Our brains need that, okay, here's exactly what's happened. And when you do that, like when, when trauma happens in your brain, it's stored in a part of your brain that's different than regular memory. And it comes back to haunt you time and time again. And actually it affects what you do in life in, as an adult. Like you do things you unconsciously, you don't even realize it's because you've been through that trauma. And so what writing does is it takes that and it puts it from that part of your brain where it comes back again and again, and it moves it over to the regular part where it can fade just like regular memories. And then you have control over it with the words on paper. So I've I've rambled, but that's a long story. So it's not quite journaling. So journaling is okay. Like here's what's happened in my day, but it's More purposeful than that. And it's not necessarily writing an autobiography because, you know, people don't care where you were born and all of that sort of thing. It's really that in between. And what I teach my students how to do is take those tough stories craft them in small chunks, and really craft them into beautiful pieces of beautiful works of art and um, works of story. And then then it's consumable by other people if they want to. If they want to go and publish, that's perfectly okay. That's amazing. But in the meantime, as they're writing the stories, they're
1: going to heal. Mm. So you talked about your personal journey. How did you find out about this Oh, I found, uh, this is hard one wisdom.
0: <laughs> I was in an emotionally abusive relationship. And again, I didn't know that's what it was. I just knew it was tough. It was a very tough relationship. And I had always been taught, you know, stick with it. Don't divorce, you know, at all costs. What all costs was costing me my health, my sanity, and my kids' were growing up and this was a moment, you know, actually that I I stopped, I stopped being in an abusive relationship. I was, I realized that my kids were observing me being in an abusive relationship. And just by observing that they were at risk of growing up and getting in those same types of relationships. And that broke my heart. And I started uh, getting out of that relationship and it was incredibly, incredibly tough. If anybody has been divorcing or, or trying to divorce a, a narcissist sociopath, you know, it's, it's incredibly tough. And of course I was under stress trying to keep the wheels on the bus for the family. And I had a, a, a counselor who was amazing. And he said, Hey, why don't you try this? There was a, um, a memoir class at writers and books. And he knew, he knew that writing things out was amazing. And as I wrote a page upon page of those crazy things that were happening to me each week with a purpose, I became calmer. My brain released its stressed out fog. I realized, I discovered through writing how I even got into an abusive relationship in the first place. I was a professional woman. And so I, not only how did I get into it, but then I became braver about the steps to get out, right? So that writing gave me that courage and it helped me to see a better future than what I was imagining at first. And so when I, as I was doing that, I finally got through that, got out of that abusive relationship, kept writing. And I started doing some research and studying and I realized there is a wide body of knowledge out there lots of research on writing to heal writing can boost your immune system writing um, reduces pain writing reduces your emotional anguish and so writing is incredibly healthy so i'm like i discovered that naturally but there has been there have been a lot of studies around that so i'm like the whole world needs to know this right so i started the real life resilience podcast because of that i started teaching writing at the local community college you know memoir writing and but the college that was like you know eight people 10 people in the class i wanted to teach so many more people so that's where it, when i brought everything online and teach people online so i love it i everybody can benefit and and i always say life All of life is a story, really, and it's never too late to start telling yours stories because you you can be young, old, middle-aged, whatever, writing helps. It just really brings clarity.
1: So do you recommend just free writing any time of the day, whenever you feel like, or do you time block time for that writing?
0: always recommend time blocking and with a purpose. So asking yourself and and finding uh, what I take my students through is crafting, first of all, what are some milestones in your life? What are some of those milestones that, you know, turning points in your life? Also just making a list, making a list of emotional times in your life. Just making a list of that, making a list of, you know, struggles that you've had in your life, this versus that. And when you look at those lists, find one point in time that was really emotionally important and pick not only that time period, but one specific moment in time where you were sitting at the table and this happened and write about that and start free writing. And you mentioned free writing. I love, love, love free writing. I do recommend you have a set period of time. So maybe, maybe it's just 15 minutes every morning when you wake up. Maybe it's 30 minutes if you can get to that. And just start writing. Don't lift your pencil off the paper don't lift your fingers from the keyboard if you're doing it that way don't don't stop for punctuation grammar just keep on writing and initially your brain will put up some barriers it'll say you know oh i've got to get this at the grocery store i need to do this today that's okay keep writing or if you if you don't think of anything to write you need to say write. i can't think of anything to write and that's okay Because once you keep writing, keep going, keep going, don't lift your pencil off the paper, you are going to get to those golden nuggets that your brain is, that your subconscious is trying to say, no, I don't want to go there. But once you do, oh my gosh, the insights that you will get from the wisdom that you've already learned, but you haven't yet implemented it's in there. Those golden nuggets are in there. And uh, every single person that I have taught independently have told me they have gained so much clarity from writing. And I absolutely love it. It's true. It's true for me. It's true for folks who do go out and write. So
1: yeah. I absolutely agree with that. I mean, I journal every day. I write out my gratitudes and even mm-hmm. in that moment, it's so calming and it makes me so motivated to move forward, right? Yeah. And in your instance, is healing power. That writing absolutely. is the healing power. What is resilience to you?
0: Resilience to me is bouncing back after tough times with more joy, right? So all of us have gone through tough times. I mean, maybe it's your dog died. It's it's maybe it's you have a a, a mother who passed away, or maybe you've had a tough relationship like I did. There's no trauma Olympics, but there everybody goes through trauma. Almost nobody escapes childhood without some sort of trauma. And we operate in the world as adults because of that trauma. We the things that we do, the decisions that we make are really driven by the trauma that we've experienced. And you can be depressed for the rest of your life. You can go through those tough times and have that, I hate the word victim mentality, but it, it really is. It's like, okay, I've been through this and yada, 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 and poor me, etc. cetera. Even circumstances outside of your control, right? That, things happen to all of us, but what you can do is take those circumstances And saying, what wisdom have I found out through the circumstances that I've learned? What superpower have I come through and developed because of it? And you can make yourself much more wiser and more resilient and more joyful by having gone through that and writing and recognizing what those those things are, that wisdom. A lot of people go through tough times and they don't, they have learned some wisdom, but they're not implementing it because they don't recognize it as such. And so that's why writing brings that clarity where you're like, oh yeah, I did learn that lesson. I am a different person because of that. I am a better person and here. So one of the things that I discovered when I was writing, one of the first exercises that I did was thinking back through those uh, those lists and finding what the, the, the theme was. And my theme was, I didn't raise my hand. I didn't raise my hand in kindergarten. I didn't say, hey, I know the answer or hey, that's not right. All the way through into adulthood, that was me. And when I looked at that, I'm like, I don't, I don't like that life theme. That's not, I don't like that. But it rang true. I, again, I, I thought I was a professional woman and all that sort of thing. And But yet it rang, rang true. I did not hold up my hand and say no. But because I was writing and because I recognized that, I was able to change my life theme from not raising my hand to standing up for myself, to to being bolder. And I, I've always been a shy person, introvert, that sort of thing. I'm like, wait a minute, I can use that as a superpower. And I can still stand up for myself. And gosh, my life totally changed from there because I recognized that what theme I was operating on. And I was able to change that theme. So yes, you can take those tough circumstances and become more resilient and more joyful and live an amazing life. Like I would say even, um, you you say you wrote write down your gratitude, but even write down what you hope to have in your life. What do you hope to turn into or change or What do you hope to be better at in the future and keep writing through that and keep eventually you're going to turn
1: into that, which is amazing. Hmm. I agree with you, everything you said, but I do want to add that you don't have to have a tough relationship or wait until you feel depleted or broken until you start writing, right? If you're just, I mean, life happens to all of us every day on, on, on a daily basis. So if you ever feel even just a little bit stuck, right? And yes. writing can really help you figure out your clarity, your answer. And I absolutely believe that we are all wise. The mm. inner wisdom is there. You just got to let it out.
0: Let it out. Absolutely. And just just start writing. Even if you don't know what to write about, just start writing and that wisdom will come out. And I think a lot of people, even if you haven't had a, a traumatic circumstance in your life, everybody gets stressed. And when we start getting stressed, our brain gets kind of like that fog. And when you write, you you clarify what you're stressed about. You clarify, and then you can say, okay, these are the things I have control over. These are the things I don't have control over. I can't stress about those because I don't have control, but I do have control over this. And again, that clarity is, is amazing when you start writing.
1: I am curious though, if you were to share with the public your story, say your stories with your ex, a boyfriend or husband, is that legal to share it without his consent?
0: Good question. So there's a really fine line that you need to draw. First of all, when you write your first draft and all this junk out of your head, nobody's going to see it but you. So get it all out there. Just write all of that crap. In fact, it's going to be ugly. Even Hemingway wrote ugly first drafts. You don't ever have to share that. What you can do is get it all out and then Pick and choose what you choose to share with the public, right? Second of all, your experiences are your experiences, and that's what you're writing about. Nobody can argue with what your experience was. Here's the experience as I, you know, here's the situation as I experienced it. There was uh one memoirist, Augustine Burroughs, who got in trouble because people were saying, Oh, that's not what happened, or whatever. And eventually he had to put a little note on the front of his books. I love his writing, um, that these are situations as I I experienced them and he also did compile a couple of characters into one character, which is some creative license that you can do. There's also different kinds of ways to if you choose to publish, you can publish without hurting somebody else. I was afraid of that. That's why I didn't write until or I didn't start sharing until my kids were 18. And I, I wanted to to protect them at a younger age. And so what you can also do is write as if in third person as if it was a novel. So fictionalize it, which gives you lots of creative leeway, but you're still getting it out. So number one, you can write for yourself, get it all out. That helps you heal. It does. It absolutely helps you heal. You never have to share anything. If you do choose to share something, you choose the certain pieces of it and you share, hey, this is the situation as I experienced it. Nobody can argue with that. You're ex- this is you writing about your experiences. And then the third thing is you can fictionalize it. You can write it out, get it all out of your head, change the names, change the certain situations so they're not recognizable, compile people together or situations, and then you can put it out as fiction. And, and that works as well.
1: Awesome. Thank you for sharing those tips mm-hmm. with us. What's your favorite quote, Stacey? Ooh, my favorite quote. I've got quite a few favorite quotes. <laughs> in fact, I've been putting
0: them into my course um, and I've had more quotes than I have videos in my course. <laughs> But my favorite quote is by Steve Maraboli, Life, Truth, and Being Free. And he says, life doesn't get easier or more forgiving. We get stronger and more resilient. And that is absolutely true. When we learn that wisdom that we've already experienced, we've already learned, we just implement it and we become resilient. I mean, you're going to be so proud of yourself when you write and you're like, ah, I recognize That's me. I did that. I got through that. And it's pretty doggone cool. And you can turn yourself into whoever you want to be. You have control over that. I
1: love it. Oh, absolutely. So in those days, I bet when I always ask this question that when you need a reset in life, what do you do? And do you still write for that purpose?
0: I do. So whenever I've experienced, so I write, I'm in the process of writing a book right now, but whenever I experience some things, and so here's what I have. There are some days when I have cognitive dissonance. This is what I believe, but this is what's happening. And it's not Quite matching right and your your brain is in brain fog i i'm able to stop and say wait a minute okay it's my brain trying to protect myself trying to get that brain fog so that i don't know what it's really <laughs> thinking and i stop and i write and when i do i become clear you can become calm because precisely because you know exactly what the issue is in black and white down on paper you know exactly what the issue is then you can deal with it what your brain is trying to make you confuse and like trying to hide hide it from you, when you hide from yourself, when you hide those tough things and those problems, that cognitive dissonance, you're, you're going to continue to be stressed about that. And so when you write it out, you can say, okay, this is exactly what's happened. Here's the truth. Here's here's what's not the truth. Here's what I have control over. Like I said, here's what I don't have control over. And so I do, I stop and st- Now I recognize it early on. I spent 10 years trying to hide from all of that stuff that happened and trying to sweep it under the rug and it, it was not good for me. So now I can say, okay, wait a minute. I'm trying to hide from myself why and just be curious and write that out
1: Thank you Stacy if you like what you hear connect with the Stacy she is on Instagram and she's got a bunch of good quotes on her feed yes um, it's at stacy underscore bookman and I will spell that in the show note and you can find her at her website at stacybrookman.com mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely.
1: Thank you again, Stacy.
0: Thank you, Lucy. I really appreciate what you're doing in the world. And this is amazing.
1: To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of the Lucy Lou Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck,